I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we have a double feature. Double feature. Because Emily and I both got the AMC A-list and we happen to be in the same state right now. We're not recording from two separate sides of the country. It's pretty nice because we didn't have to sync it up and everything. But so since we got the A-list, we can watch three movies a week for $20 a month at AMC Theaters only. Yes. But the best part about this is that you can book them, like, in advance. It can be uh, IMAX, 3D, Dolby. Dolby Theaters, doesn't matter. And uh, you get a ticket and possibly a seat if it's a seating place, too. Yeah. Highly recommend still working with AMC to play more limited movies. They're, yeah. They're doing okay right now. They're doing better. They're doing better. They're yeah. doing better. Um, but I'm still working on that. Tweeting them constantly, sending mm-hmm. them suggestions on their website constantly. Yeah, so since we, I've been here for the past week, um, we have, we decided to go see two movies two nights in a row that are thematically similar. The first one was Searching with John Cho and Deborah Messing, and the second one was A Simple Favor with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Yes. So we have a lot of thoughts about both of these movies. (laughs) I I saw Searching twice. Uh Uh-huh. Um, have some thoughts about that, and then we both saw Simple Favor last, last night. night together for the first time. At, like, 11 at night. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, yeah. it was so late. <laughs> it was late. I even, like, came home from work, and I was so tired, and I took a nap. Do, do you know what happened to me driving back from your house to my house? No, what? Do you, do you, do you know what happened to me at one in the morning? Did you get stuck at that light? Is that what happened? I didn't get stuck at the light. They were... So, did you notice that when we passed um, one of the streets, there was all those cones on the street? It was they, a like, checkpoint? Like, no, it wasn't a checkpoint. Oh. It was, like, all down, all down um, one of, uh, PCH. Yeah. They're, they were, they were, like, repaving the street. Oh, like, at nighttime. Yes, at nighttime. Oh, One no. lane, though. So, people were still driving, but... Oh, okay. So, I pulled up to the street to cross, mm-hmm. and... There was, like, a police car, like, blocking the lane, and so I was like, okay, can I not go straight? Do I need to turn left or right? And so I pulled up behind the police car, and I was like, how the hell am I going to get home? And so I was about to turn right, but then I backed up, because no one was there. Yeah. I backed up, and the light had turned green, so these people were, like, stopped at the light, like, waiting for me to go, and no no one was doing their job in helping people cross the street. Yeah, no No one was doing anything. There was just a police car blocking the street. Oh, that's so bad. And I didn't know where to turn, so I was like, shit, well, I'm gonna gonna turn left. And so I backed up. And around. And then I just went around the police car, and then turned left. And then I was like, and there were just cones all the way down PCH. I was like, how am I going to turn right into my neighborhood? You know, somebody had to do a cone layer and uh, put, yeah, put it, all those it down. Went down blocks. It went down blocks. It went down You know that they were, they were sitting on a slow-moving car just dropping the cones yeah. as they went. Yeah. 
So I would like to have a discussion about theater candy right now. Just really short before we start talking about these movies. Sure, um, sure. Because uh, theater candy is really a hit or miss often. They've gotten more options. I will say that. Yeah. AMC theaters. Um, don't know if it's for the better yet. Uh-huh. Because, you know, candy is... I'm pretty picky Well, a candy. few weeks ago, I went to see Black Klansman at the Cineopolis in Chelsea in New York. And I was like, I'm going to get some candy. So I got a, a candy that I know that I like, but I don't love, which is the cookie dough bites, because I love cookie dough. And everybody knows in the whole world that these are not good candies. I mean, they're bad. Okay. Like, the texture is not good. And have you ever had them before? I think I've tried them once before, but I'm, I'm not I'm like a huge cookie dough lover, so I really don't care. I love cookie dough. So they're chocolate covered cookie dough bites, and I got them... And I was watching the movie, and they tasted, like, so chemically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was, like, trying to eat them, and I just had to stop. I ate, like, maybe ten of them, and I was just like, I can't eat these anymore. And I had to throw them away. I, like, threw away the whole thing. I wasted, like, $4 or however much they cost. Yeah. Because I could not eat them. I was like, even though I want to eat this candy right now, this is not even, like tasty enough for me to eat. Like, why, why would I even waste the calories? Maybe you need to just start bringing in your own candy like I do sometimes. A hundred percent. I, I do mean, a lot The of safest bet for me is just some peanut M&M's. I love me some peanut M&M's. I love that's peanut it. M&M's. You know, I'm, I wish I did. Or some Sour Patch Watermelons. That's about all I'll get at the movie theater that I know that I like. Well, I got those Rainbow Airhead that's bites. Right. Those are pretty good. And those were pretty good. I also got Airhead, um, like filled bites the other day at Dwayne Reed, and they were so good. I mean, definitely a, a good choice, those Airhead candies, because they know what they're doing with the with those flavors. Yeah. They they, they get they got their chemical balance, like, on just, yeah. just good. Yeah. Just, just good enough, and good these enough. are pretty chewy, and Emily was like, this is really bad for my, um, my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> my I don't, jaw. I don't. Because she clenches so much. If you care. If you care <laughs> to know. I don't have TMJ. I don't have the, the degenerative muscle disease. I just, uh, I just clench on the daily and yeah. at night. So I'm, I'm working on that. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's, it's really cool. fun. So going to see a movie at night and Emily got some, oh, you got some chocolate covered almonds that were really bad. Yeah, they were shit. So anyways, we've just drank our water mostly. And that was a three minute rant. <laughs> Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. Um, okay. So we're done talking about that. Now let's talk about searching. Because yes. Because we saw that on uh, what night? Thursday night? Yes. Thursday night. And then I had watched it the Saturday previous. So initial thoughts for me is that I did like that movie. I thought it was a really engaging and very heart racing, good thriller. Yes. Uh, John Cho, amazing. He is so fine. I love him. John Cho is just, he's doing it right now. Yeah. He is doing it. Loving, loving everything that he's in right uh, now. The director is um, Anish Changanti. Changanti? Changanti, who's an Indian-American, I believe. Let's see. What's he done? Uh, this is his first feature film, I believe. Yeah, he's done some shorts. Yeah, he's done a bunch of short films. And I would have to say that I think that this is, I, this is the best way I can put this. This movie was the best possible movie of a type of movie like this, in that it is filmed solely on the computer. Um, like, every single shot is a screen capture of some short, sort. There is absolutely no actual 
uh, footage, like with live, ca- like live footage. Live footage. It's directly coming from a computer screen. Yeah, it's a recording of a recording. Time. So it's kind of like obviously there are real cameras, like shooting John Cho and his reactions, and it was really well done and really well edited as well. I would say. Yeah, I, th- I think it's only downfall because I did love that it was shot all on, like, technology and using technology and seeing how people, like, just news-oriented, like, just seeing how people truthfully act these days, mm-hmm. like, with the news and people on social media. And also with their devices. Yes. Because you get to see their interactions with the computers and with the phones at all time. I will say that because watching it a second time, I did not enjoy it as much. It's definitely... Mm-hmm. It's a mystery. It's definitely a great movie to just see once mm-hmm. because you get that initial shock yeah. reaction heartfelt the twists everything and turns. the twists and turns like obviously there's going to be spoilers in this because we don't we have to be able to talk about this movie so yeah so for such for such a great way of filming the movie i think its downfall was that it was a mystery and a thriller because once you know the answer to everything the movie's just done you really can't and and that's how i feel with most thrillers is that yeah. i i don't think i've ever seen that many thrillers multiple times because because I feel like that's what I do I just watch it yeah the one time yeah and I just never care to watch it again uh-huh just because the initial shock is done right like it's the first time you watch it is the best time you watch it with yeah. a thriller and which I feel like with with a movie and and most directors with a mystery would, with a yeah and I, I feel like with movies most directors would want people to watch their movie multiple times because mm-hmm. you want them to pay for it on demand and you know buy the DVD and yeah. do whatever but mm-hmm. you know it's 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 not disappointing but it's, it's definitely that's the a downfall it's definitely of the, a downfall of the genre though yes like yes. that's every kind of movie where you know the answer already except for like arrival because that movie is also like a mystery as well like you don't really know what's going to happen until the very end that's true and when you watch it over again it's even better the second time because you know that all the flashbacks are actually flash forwards that's true what is it what's the genre considered well that's definitely Oops. sci-fi and dra- like in drama i don't i mean i don't think it's thriller. i wouldn't call it thriller no. or mystery no it's definitely just sci-fi but there is a mystery and there is like you you're not like you don't know everything that's going on. You don't know anything about this this daughter that she has and why she is... Yeah, these weird flashbacks. Yeah, like, and, why, and for, what's and going forward, on with... For, flash forwards she, that keep like happening. Her, her, she can see her whole life at once and stuff. Yeah. You don't really realize that until the end. Yeah. And then it's even more emotional when you find out that that's all that's been happening. But when you watch the movie, again, it's just so well done and well crafted that it's, like, so perfect. Yeah. Um, but anyways, going back to searching, I... Uh, there's so many things on a screen to look at while you're watching this movie, and a lot of those can be... There a lot of them are red herrings while this dad is trying to search for his daughter, um, who just disappears very, like, suddenly and out of the blue, and it turns out that she's trying to run away, which is kind of weird. Um, it seems that way. Well, it she was. I mean, it, isn't that... Oh, no. No, she, she, was gonna she just give went the, to the... She just went to the lake she, to, to hang out. But why did she take out twenty five? Oh, because she wanted to give, uh, she wanted to give the money so the girl could pay for her, her parents' uh, medical bills. That's why she took out all that money. Yes, yes. her um, parent, her quotation fish and chips, fish and chips. Yeah, who she was being catfish, but yeah, she was. Um, but that which okay. was in the word fish, like catfish. Yeah. That's funny. So that's a little interesting because she, she first. Oh no, wait. 
Oh, that's how the money got there. Okay. Yeah, uh, th- she had, th- that was depositing the money, and then, like... No, she Venmoed the money, and then the son de- withdrew the money yes. to then give back to her. So that's why the money was in her car, because yes. when he got in, he, he dropped the money her. in there. Yes. While she, he... while she was punching him. Yes. And yes. they had an altercation. If you haven't watched the movie... <sighs> spo- spoiler. Spoilers! I said it in the earlier... Did you? I, I said there's going to be spoilers because we can't... We have to talk about I this didn't. Movie. I did not hear you say okay, that. Okay, so obviously that's like the details and it, it's pretty clear when you're watching it that this is what's happening, but I really do love John Cho going through all of his daughter's contacts on Facebook, talking to... Trying to get to the bottom of her disappearance, her disappearance and that she has no friends and he really doesn't know her that well at all. And I liked that aspect yeah. because, because you know, instead of, which we'll get to a simple favor, but I feel like with searching at least, I did like better just because mm, yeah. I feel like the character development was way better. There's way less characters. Because there was no character development was, in, in was, a simple favor. Yeah, like well, nothing. Like nothing. A... You didn't know these characters. I didn't care about those characters, but we'll get there. Yeah. But searching, you, you saw Margot grow up through like pictures and going to and you know going to her first days of school and yeah. with her and her mom it's a very and, emotional and her beginning. Da- it's very emotional beginning because her mom dies yes and you watch it all happen on the computer and so you really get a feel for these characters and and even though we didn't know a lot about Margot which I think was good because you really in a thriller you definitely have to keep the audience as much in the dark as as as, the as John Cho was yeah yeah, yeah. just because like you're you're definitely questioning everything but. Yeah, you're questioning everything in the fact that, like, every single character could have something to do with the disappearance of this girl. Yes. And that there definitely is an answer somewhere in there. And you, it, it even could be John Cho himself, and we don't know. But he's doing so much work to try and find his daughter that it's like you kind of rule him out in the beginning because he's desperately trying to find her. Yeah, because you can definitely it's very tell, clear. Yeah, you can definitely tell that he's... I wouldn't say an overprotective, like, helicopter parent, but he definitely has tabs yeah. on her yeah. a lot. Well, she's in high school. She's, like, yeah. 15 years old. Like, yeah. obviously you need to know where your daughter is at all times. But definitely not well enough tabs, because, you know, he didn't know that she was at study group, and she, he doesn't know any of her friends, yeah. he didn't know that she wasn't going to piano lessons. It was a very, like, fun movie to watch, because you're just trying to... Like, that's why you wanted to go see it again, because you're watching all of these characters interact, and him talk to all the kids, and yeah. him, like, try to, discovering more about his daughter on her computer, like, when she does the you chat thing. Yeah, I, I was trying to catch things prior to them happening. Like, like I, I was reading times, yeah. because yeah. because the times on the messages, mm-hmm. like, was actually consistent with the times of what he was saying. Like, I was trying to yeah. look at the, because the, there was no, like, bottom clock that you could see on the computer. You just mm-hmm. had to, like, look at the, you the know, when, when he FaceTimed someone, mm-hmm. when he iMessaged people, um, and just whatever, whatever time you could get. I was also trying to figure out, like, how many, like, trying to count out the days, the days as well. which was really hard because there was so many... Yeah, the, it really, there was no dates anywhere, there's really, no unless you times, were messaging. You see, like, him sleeping a couple times, really. That's true. But, like, it is kind of an interesting, um, like... There's so much to see on a screen, and it's moving so quickly. Yeah. It's so difficult to get all that information, like, and especially, like, that's the information that eventually leads you to whoever did this. Yeah. Whoever ever, like, almost killed her. Yeah. So, definitely with, to me, I did suspect... Which is interesting some because people... when, when he first goes to her Facebook page, mm-hmm. she's friends with Robert, um, d- Detective... 
Vic's son, son on Facebook, and, oh. and and when he was looking at Detective Vic's page, yeah, he he didn't see that they had mutual friends. Yeah, that Margot knew Robert. Really? Yeah, huh. he didn't see that. Yeah, and it was right there in the very beginning, like right when he opens up her Facebook really? page, she oh, goes so missing. You're catching a lot more than I did. Robert is right there, like like he did like a status or he liked something, and his face was right there, uh-huh. and then. And then when he was looking up Detective Vic, yeah. there was a picture of her with her son. And and you could definitely put the put the faces together, but I also found an inconsistency the second time watching it. So in the night that she's at her study group before she goes missing, he takes a picture of the trash. Yes. And then the next day sees that the, her, her MacBook is there. But before he takes the picture, the MacBook and the book are not there. Oh, They're not really? on the counter. Really? Yeah, when he turns around and oh, looks at the you trash were for it on the know. counter, it was not there. Oh. But then when he takes the picture, it's right there. That's so funny. It wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that was a, an inconsistency. You, you just saw that, because that's crazy. That's yeah. really hard to... And I mean, there's so many, so many tiny little details that these directors had to do to make sure that it was consistent. I mean, it does not shock me that they would, like, have some time inconsistencies or some... Just because it's so meticulous. Yeah, because, yeah, you really have and to be looking at a ton of stuff. there's lots of information being yeah. displayed on the screen. There's yeah. all these fake articles. There's, I mean, the people who, who made this film... I mean, I guess you could say it's the production designers because they're the ones who make all of the, the pages that he's going to and all of yeah, the... Yeah, make, make all the fake news stories. Everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah on the computer really. so that they could they could film this. Make, making all those Facebook pages, Instagram pages. Dang. UCAST. I mean, it like, is, it's a lot of work that they did to, like... I mean, a lot of, like, graphic design. It's just, you know? A ton. Yeah. A ton of, like, web design for this, this yeah. movie. I mean, yeah. it is such a different kind of movie. It's, it's such a different, and it takes place in a, in a space that we know really well, that we're very aware of what he's doing. Like when he has to go through the passwords to get into the Facebook, he has get to codes and, and he has do, like, to say, backup emails. forgot my password. It gets sent to your email. Then he has to go to the email and it gets sent to another email. Forgot my password to this email. Then you have to go to that email. Every single person's done that in their life before, where they have to hop between different ways of finding their passwords. Yeah. And to, to the one password that they know, which he knew her Yahoo one because it was so old. Yeah. And that's how he knew it, I guess. And, like, you're watching this and you're like, oh, my God, that is wacko. <laughs> I've only forgotten my password how many times? And, yeah. yeah. And had to go through, like, all of my different emails and phone yeah. numbers and stuff. And, like... Oh, man. It, it was... And it's, like, aggravating to watch because you want him to know. Like, you want him to find out, but you're, like... It, the tension is building and, and stuff, and I yeah. thought that the director did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, definitely keeping the questions going and, and mm-hmm. you know, feeling feeling just as paranoid as as uh, David is. Yeah, and he's really, like, losing it. You know, he starts, he gets into he's a He's losing fight. sleep. Yeah, he, he... He can't, like... Which, I mean, why oh. wouldn't you? This kid's, like, this kid's, like, making very, like, lewd comments yeah, on, on her about Instagram about his daughter, and he's, and he's, he's, like, he's, like, a posting statuses that he has her. Yeah. Like, like don't fucking do that, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, it's, it makes sense why, like, he would freak out, and he... So this takes place over, what, like, f- a week? Because... Yeah, five days, I believe. Well, yes. Yeah. Because cause, um, I think it was, she had to go, she had to go two days without water or something, but, but it then rained. it rained two days later, so she just had to survive four days 
Something like that. Something like that. But so it's like over a span of like four or five days. And you know, if but when you get the reveal, you start thinking about all the stuff that you had noticed about Deborah Messing, who is the person who covered up this whole thing. Which she did an awesome job. Like, I, I love. Like, yeah, I did Deborah Messing not, was really good. Like I was, I was following along. Like I totally thought yeah. the brother was at least like like having sex with the daughter like, I know. or something because because those messages were so like the brother definitely but the fact that he didn't go and read every single text message that she had sent in the past like 3 weeks at all is know, ridiculous you'd, you'd think i mean like, but, he found this out at the very end which is kind of like a red herring because it, it, they were just like smoking weed but I know. D- definitely before he started searching and like messaging people because because what happened was Peter's messages went way down low so yeah. he wasn't seeing them. Once he started i messaging people and getting their numbers, Peter's messages went all well, the way down. I suppose and he didn't check them first. He didn't always message from his daughter's computer. He he messaged from his own computer sometimes too and stuff. And well, I know. So because because once he logged into her computer, that's when he could see all of her stuff. Yeah. And so he was doing everything off of her I computer. I just think like honestly, he should have gone through every single text message that she had available on her computer at the time. And yeah. the fact that he didn't do that like right when he was doing all the Facebook searching and contacting every single kid on her Facebook list who went to her high school and stuff. Like, he should have found out that his brother had this relationship with her and should have talked to him uh, even more in the beginning. That so, But, you know, obviously that's for, that's for, like, dramatic effect, that they add that in the end so you really think it's the brother who was, like, sleeping with his, his own daughter. I don't, think, I don't think the brother took her... I, I was I was thinking either they were having some some relationship or yeah or he like helped her plan something. I was like, scared. Or, or I thought he, he like murdered her or something. I didn't think the brother murdered her. I think maybe he either helped her run away or like or like helped her do something. And then, but I I, I didn't think he murdered her. Definitely not. I I think it was just like a. I definitely didn't, didn't think he murdered her. Well, was the night that she came over the night that he made that kimchi gumbo? Yeah, I believe. So she did well, come over sh- that night because that was the night she went missing, was it not? The night she went, I know. I'm, I'm trying to think about it. Like, why would he make the kimchi gumbo? And who who knocked on the door when when he was talking to his brother about the kimchi gumbo? So, but but when they found her, she was just smoking weed in her car at the lake. So, so did, did she go so pick she, up weed? Did she and then go, there, go to the lake, smoke with him, and then take weed with her, and then? Or, like, go you know, there maybe and talk she, to him. Maybe she went... Because didn't he talk to the brother before he called her on the phone and she said she was at study group? Oh, I don't remember reading the times for that. Like, in the movie, it starts off with, like, does he call Margot very first thing, right? Is that what happens? And I then think, he talks to his brother? Yeah, he was He was probably... Yeah, he he called... He faced... Who was texting Margot... J- David was. David Kim was texting Margot, then FaceTimed her, and then... FaceTimed, or his brother FaceTimed him, like, two hours later. Yeah. Because he was messaging Margot around seven. Mm-hmm. And then nine. Nine, he talked to his brother. Nine, he talked to Pete. So Margot did go over to her, over there to pick up she weed. She must have been the one who was, who was knocking. Yeah. She must have been. She must have been the one who picked up the weed so that she could go over to, um, the lake and smoke with the guy. Because, see, I thought she only smoked at his house. I didn't think she smoked anywhere else. Uh, all right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So, anyways. It does matter! I would like to say that I, from the initial um, trailer of this movie, which I did see once before we watched it, 
mm-hmm. that they have a video of Deborah messing in like it's in the movie her receiving an award for being a good detective mm-hmm. and I thought to myself okay something's a little bit strange that that this detective like that they would show that she's such a good detective right at the offset of this film so you're already kind of suspecting the fact that like why would the the filmmaker want to show that this person is a respectable person right in the beginning when she's not in the end of the movie mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like to to show that the, basically I, I was expecting it to be her it to, sounds like we we needed to do a trailer breakdown of this trailer i know i know so that so that, that we so that we could have we could have confirmed nice. these uh, thoughts that you had, Alessandra. I also, while I was watching the movie, the very, very first time it showed her and her son, who is a creepy-looking kid, by the way. I didn't think he was creepy. I thought that he looked scary. He looked shy. He didn't look creepy. Yeah, Emily. There was something off about him. They would have made him look like a normal fucking kid and not like one that Outstarter. looks kind of meek. I'm just saying, like, he looked kind of meek. He looked like somebody who might push somebody shy. off a cliff. He looked shy. Uh, he, I, he looked shy and scared. I saw that, and I saw that in her photos, and I was like, okay, something's up with this kid, and there's it's, it's related. And then he walked into the room at one point, and he, like, he just was wearing, like, a... I don't know, a short sleeve like button up shirt or something, but it was like white and it looked weird. And I was like, this I, I think that was his uniform. Yeah, he just looked. He to me, he looked creepy. He looked freaked out. I don't because mom was yelling on the on the phone. I guess, but for me, he just looked like somebody who would push somebody off a cliff, which All he right. did. All right. So I was kind of like, oh, those are my that my suspicions were correct in the beginning. My mild suspicions. I didn't think he looked creepy. Okay, well, I did. But so. all right. I also want to touch on the fact that, um, what was it? Oh, the the friends. I'm putting up air quotes. The friends of Margot. So as David is researching people that Margot's been in contact with, he, he realizes that she has no friends. She, she's... Yeah. She secluded herself when her mother died. And she just doesn't. She eats lunch by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, she does have study group because you know you gotta get you gotta get shit done. Gotta get class shit done. Well, like the ladies that the girl said that she wanted to get into college, like so. Margot's very smart. Yeah, she yeah she's an and AP she bio, so that, she must be smart. She wanted her to help her out because she wanted to get into college. Yeah, so she probably just partnered with her a few times to you know get get good grades on you know projects and assignments and stuff. So. And I thought it was just really funny when he would interview the the students mm-hmm. and and seeing the students like completely do a three sixty once they find out that Margot's missing or Margot's murdered and yeah you know they all they'll turn and it, it's such it's such a thing that the way that they act is such a thing that they would do like real teenagers real teenage yeah and just people today like people don't normally give a shit about anyone yeah. until until they've heard that something's something bad's happened to them and uh-huh. then then they it's so i thought that was really funny because you know these kids were very not hypocritical but like just two-faced in a way and oh, it was definitely 
And it was, and, and I'm not saying that everyone's like this, but it definitely seems like people people tend to care more when things are 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 like over dramatized and made public. Mm-hmm. Like once something goes big and viral, then people tend to care. Mm-hmm. Like just, but before then, they didn't care about Margot. They didn't care that she didn't have any friends. Yeah, they didn't give a shit about her. So, and I I just think that's I I feel it's like sad. it's relevant. Yeah, it's, it's sad and relevant, really. Yeah, so, just wanna just wanna put that out there. Okay, well, um, what else? I mean, I thought it was a fine movie, and in the end, I thought, okay, this is a really really dramatic film. Yeah. Um, watching it a second time, I was like, all right, this is just it's too many loops, man. Like to me, it it still kind of felt like a um, not like a student film, but that this guy has been making films and it's like, clearly this is his very first, um, feature film. I mean, I don't want to be like, that's a negative thing because he has, but I just feel like he has, he has room to grow. Oh, most definitely. But like I said, this is the best, uh, this is the best type of movie that could come out of this type of filmmaking, which is like screen capture filmmaking. Yeah. I thought that it was definitely the best of that. So we got a 71 Metascore? Yeah, 71 Metascore. Let's read some of these. Oh, wow. Film Journal International. It gave it 35. It completely... That's the lowest one. It jumped from 63, what was the next lowest, and then 35. Um, it says, Searching is so smart about how we interact with computers that it's not surprising how lame it is about movie-making basics like characters and plot. You see? Yeah, well... I won't completely disagree, but yeah, but, but, if we're, if, but if we're comparing it to another thriller, like A Simple, a simple favor, favor, which kind of has a lot of the same themes, and we'll get into that, <sighs> character development was a lot better in this. Like, way better. But of course, these are two separate... Like, Simple Favor's a book, and it's a different director. Yeah. And it's a completely different, like... Totally different, different... view in life and everything. Filmmaking yeah. style and everything, so... I, I thought the character development was fairly decent. I'm not gonna I thought s- it was fine. I'm not going to say it was 100%, but I definitely cared more about these characters than I do about the characters in the next movie we're going to talk about. Do uh-huh. you want to read one? Want to read a good one? Oh, okay. Want a bad one? Uh, I'll read a good one. A 91 from Original Sin... For a film where every single scene is rigidly contained within a screen, framed by an iPhone FaceTime chat, a laptop exchange, TV image, home movie, or security camera surveillance, searching has a surprising sense of momentum. That's I'd very agree. true. Yeah, I'd agree. You, I would. I would say that. I'd agree. I was. I was very intrigued. Like the second it started. Yeah, I will definitely say. And it's really emotional, and it is talking about our use of social media, and, and definitely without all of this use of social media, he would have never been able to find his, his daughter. Yeah. So, and, yeah. The, the, he, like, really took advantage of what we have available in terms of, like, where you can find somebody. Which is stuff. crazy, because he literally went from knowing nothing to knowing everything. Yeah, and that's pretty cool to watch him find all, out all this stuff, too. Yeah, like, watching him go to all the different, like, you know, and, and he went to a lot of the places that, that we use. Like, uh, I don't know if UCAS is even a real thing, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe. I have no idea. But, you know, Tumblr, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. She, she didn't use Twitter, so he wasn't on Twitter a lot. No. Um, Facebook, you know, all those... All those mainstream platforms, which is just very, it's very relatable. Yeah. But it's just crazy what lengths he went to to find his daughter, and it was... And then he he. It was an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. He saved her. He saved her. Dad of the year. Yeah, well, I mean, it was really emotional when we thought she was dead. Father of the year, there we go. That was was, the meme. I was, like, super sad when I thought that she was dead. 
yeah. I kind of, mm, did I wish that it, it had ended at that part? No, it's fine. No, it's, it's fine that she lived. Yeah, I'm fine that she lived. It's just, like, I was pretty sad about it. But I'm glad that they, like, incorporated every little bit of information. Like, the fact that it rained and stuff. I mean, there's just so many things along the way that make this puzzle piece into a giant movie, you know? Yeah. And it just, the detail was very, was very incredible. This I really movie into that. a giant puzzle. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> So that's searching. Yeah, so now we have to talk about the second movie that we watched last night, which is A Simple Favor. Yes. And I I was I enjoyed this movie while I was watching it, but then when it ended, I was like, I didn't like that movie. No, there was <laughs> there were a lot of things happening that was off-putting and I just wasn't I really you know, it was funny, it was fun. If I'll I'll go to extremes and say that it was cute. No, I'm not. I, uh, okay, <laughs> I'll say I it was would, fun. I was gonna say like the first thing I said when we got out of the movie was there's a tonal problem with this movie. Tonal, it is tonal is it, it? The tone is all over the place. Yeah. So like, it doesn't really know what it wants to be. Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it a thriller? Is it like serious? Is, is it like a is heist it not movie? Funny? Like I. I have no idea. It was so uncomfortable to watch. It was like watching Anna Kendrick just kind of like be this super bubbly mom. It was weird. It was so weird. It was weird. That character that she played was weird. And it, it was hard to... At the end, I, I don't understand when she switched. Because normally, like with searching, when when things finally clicked into place, you could then think back about mm -hmm. what happened. Mm -hmm. But when when things switched in a simple favor, I couldn't think back to when things were changing. Yeah, but because it wasn't a chronological kind of movie. <sighs> like, so, like... It also wasn't a mystery ish. No, it was. It was. Just it wasn't like a, like a Gone Girl kind of movie because in no. Gone Girl, it's definitely a mystery, and you're like, "Where is she? What is going on?" You know, it's. It is more intriguing in that sense. Yeah. And in this movie, it was like a, it was trying to go in the Gone Girl situ like style, but with a comedy aspect and bright colors and really interesting costumes. It was. It was, like, a really interestingly, like, tonal, like, really strange production design film, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely say that. And I and I don't even want to know how, how the book plays all this out. I bet it's a little bit... Because it did feel like a book. Like, books are so... They don't have to be so, like... Their stories don't have to be so complete, like, in a screenplay. Yeah. You know? Like, a screenplay yeah. has to have, you know, A, B, and C... It has to have to rise. It has to fall. It, that's that's the best of the screenplays, right? So like, this movie screenplay was kind of all over the place. Yeah, and where and where like you said, how movies have to have a rise and a fall. This movie just kept trying to rise and mm -hmm. then never concluded anything. No, yeah, I, I don't think it just because... didn't feel so satisfying at the end. No, because at the end, like, what did? What did Anna Kendrick, like, gain from this? Is she now a con artist? Like, what is she... She, did... like, solves mysteries now because she had, like, a small bit of time where she was, like, an investigator in her life. It was like, okay, she did a good job trying to find out the background of this girl, which she had to, like, 
go to her, she, like, went to one of her ex-girlfriends who gave her a shirt that led her to the camp, that led her to her parents' house. And, like, of course, like, obviously she did a good job with this, but it's like, what, why? Like, why would you... And then she was, like, doing it all publicly, too. Yeah, because, yeah, she was, she was openly, she had a vlog and, and where she would do, like, kitchen hacks, uh, like, kid, kid hacks, like, you know, for for moms. And she started talking about the whole Emily situation, her friend, Blake Lively, and, like, detailing it all out to the point to where she knew Blake Lively was watching and was kind of using it to her advantage. She definitely knew. I just didn't understand what her what her end goal was. Yeah, or, what like, was her, her goal? Or her beginning goal. Like, was she was she always like this? Was she always this smart? Was she always kind of a, a con artist? Was she... Yeah, I... Or, I or did she just fall into it? Like, and then learn along the way. I'm very confused, and you just didn't get a whole bunch of information. Like, if Emily thought that she was going to be able to pull this thing off, she knew that... Anna Kendrick would be there trying to find out what happened to her. Like, what kind of friend would she be if she didn't? Or, or, or was she like a wild card that Blake Lively? She just definitely wasn't, was like a wild just card. Wasn't wasn't expecting. Yeah. And then I guess like, did the husband even really love her? Did he? Did he love either of them? Did he really either? I mean, there's so many questions. <laughs> and if she didn't have to. <laughs> And if she didn't have to get money anymore to pay her sister because she killed her, yeah, what was the point of going through all the just to have money still? Yeah, because I, I thought the point of doing the insurance fraud was to pay the sister off. It no, but so, it wasn't. No, she no, just no, did no, it no. to do it. She did it because they did need money, <clears throat> and true. then she she had killed her sister, and so she called her husband and was like, "I killed my sister." And her husband's like, "Well, why don't we just like use this for the insurance fraud?" That was like his idea, apparently. Was it his idea, or was it? Blake I don't know. It's probably idea. both of them, honestly. But like, cause she was like conniving. She was, and like you knew this from the beginning, though. It wasn't like she was acting like she was really sweet. She wasn't. She was a bitch. She was like acting like a bitch from the very, very, very beginning of the movie. So you were like, obviously, well, yeah, she didn't to... like her at all, anyway. Well, yeah, she was trying to still stay low because of the fire that she that she started with her sister, with her twin sister. But and that so, was like years. So before. she was purposely pushing people away so that you know people yeah. wouldn't know her, yeah. look into her past, yeah. care about her. Like it just, which makes sense, I guess. But it's just like, what was her end goal? Why why were the girls friends in the end, and they didn't end up being friends? Like, why not? Why why couldn't they team up and become friends? That would have made me happier. That would have yeah. been a more satisfying ending. Even though she killed her own sister. Which, by the way, I would really like to say, the makeup for the sister that they put on Blake Lively to make her look like a twin, but like a twin that was like on meth or whatever, on heroin, amazing. amazing. Because it like, it looked like Blake Lively, but But then a a slightly different Blake Lively. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh my God. It looked like her, but, and she like talked differently. I mean, the acting, like she did a great job. Like Blake Lively was amazing in that movie. Yeah, I'll definitely say Blake Lively was the best, the best character. She Her, was. Her, and then, and, then the, and then the dad. The, the, the other mom dad. 
The funny one. Oh, oh, Andrew Rannells. What's he in? Oh, he was in Girls, and he's That's... he's a Broadway actor right now. Oh. He's in The Boys in the Band. I loved him. He, he was is so, so funny. funny. Remember, he's in Girls. He's he's the gay like boyfriend of who dated who dated Hannah. Who in the dated very... Hannah, but then but then turned gay. Yeah, yeah. Like he told her he was gay, and then Hannah was like, "What the hell." Yeah, like they that's did, him. Yeah, and then and then Hannah kept thinking that that she was the reason. Was I gay. love Andrew Rand. <laughs> he is so hilarious. Uh, he definitely is the funniest part of the movie because yeah. he's like the comedic relief, like all the other parents are too. But like he's the best one. I'm sorry, he didn't turn gay. He no, he was he, gay. He was he gay. Was but gay. then he was dating Hannah. Yes. and she and she thought it was because of her. That, that, that show has a lot of problems. Is, yeah, that we're show. Just, we're not gonna be. We're not gonna go into girls. Right now. <laughs> that movie. That that show's just all to you in its own. Um, so, basically, um, yeah, so it's, I don't know. Like, I think... The movie had a lot of problems. It, <laughs> I, you know, okay. It's directed by Paul Fagg. Yes, let's look up this who guy. Who directed, I went and looked at stuff that he directed. He directed Ghostbusters and what? Spy. Yeah. Spy. He's a comedian. Oh. And The Heat. So, like, he, he was in Freaks and Geeks, like... He, oh. he, like, has been producing comedies his whole the, career. The, the new Ghostbusters? Yeah, the new Ghostbusters. The ones with the girls. Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, he... His, like, tone of this movie was clear that he enjoyed the comedy of it, obviously, because there was a lot of funny things in this movie. I mean, it was like, you're watching this and you're like, oh my god, what the fuck? Like, that's the whole movie, right? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, everything that Anna Kendrick says and everything that's, like, all that, it, it is really, really wild. Um, but, yeah, you can see, like, all the stuff that he, he, like, it's all comedies that he's directed. Yeah, most definitely. So. Interesting. I don't know. Like, I feel like, because of that, this, this movie had a really polished look, and especially because, like, Blake Lively, like, was trying to look really sexy with all of her suits and stuff. Yeah, her awesome suits. And, like, her really interesting outfits. And she's really tall, so she just is, like, this she's enigma. She's very commanding, yes. Yeah, she's, she's really good at doing she's that. She's a very commanding, like, beautiful presence. Yeah, but and also, like, super good at... Like, the only time we ever saw her back down was when she was talking to her twin sister. Where she was like, oh, you know, I have a family now. And she was, like, a completely different person when she she clearly was not the alpha. Like, her, her older sister, or her twin sister was the alpha. Yeah, because I, I think the fire was her older sister's idea, right? Yeah. Well, they were just, they were they, fucked up. They, they, were, they were both, like, instigating each other, really. Yeah. It was... It was a whole mess, like, and, so their, we got, like, and their home life seemed terrible. But just, like, I hated everybody. I hated the, the husband... I, I hated Anna Kendrick a lot. Like, she was awful. She was really annoying. She was so annoying, and she just, like, <laughs> she was so motivated by grief. Like, that's why she slept with her brother, and she slept with the husband. And you're like, are you serious right her now? Her character just, like, bothered me so much. Oh, my God. the whole movie. And then she another- was funny, but like just just watching her was very just just watching her be like a bumbling, bumbling idiot. But no, she no, I yeah, she was very off putting. I she was like off putting in the fact that she was she was, 
I thought that it was going to be more like she has two personalities in that she's this perfect mom character, but then she has a dark side. And it's like, and I liked totally that. Get and that, I would have but... liked for them to play up like maybe the husband being the the asshole, and then her and Blake Lively kind of like going against him in the end, which is mm-hmm. what it kind of looked like. But then her and Sean, the husband, went against Blake Lively. And then they just kept going against each other, like they were all playing each other, and it was such a mess. Yeah, and and then you just didn't really know where things stood at the end. Like I mean, you did, but very vaguely. Like they're like, okay, she's in prison now. Sean's doing whatever the fuck Sean's doing. And... Yeah, like, you really expected the husband to be the the problem in this movie, like it is in Gone Girl, where he's, yeah. like, clearly he's the scumbag in this situation. Or, yeah. But or, it really or just wasn't having, like that. Or, he was or a just, good dad. Or just having Blake Lively be, be the... Be, like, the, the villain character and just have everyone go... I don't know. It just... Once they were all going against each other... Yeah, the dynamics were that's, really strange. That's where it went. And the end, it was so wonky, because it was, like, trying to... Everybody was trying to double-cross each other, and... And it just happened so quickly. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I... I just thought because the tone was so weird. That, yeah. That, like... If it was... If it was a little bit more stylized. Like, if it was, like, sorry to bother you you know, some kind of, like, really surrealist situation, then it would have been a little bit more easy to to swallow. Like, The Stepford Wives. You know, like, that movie is clearly, like, a, it's funny, but it's also a social, like, thriller, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you're watching it, and it's like, I'm not saying that's the greatest movie of all time, but, like, it knows what it is. It, the tone of it is, like, perfect, wonderful things, and underneath they're, like, demons, you know? And, like, that's clearly what it is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's also got a lot of surrealist aspects to it. Same thing with Sorry to Bother You. Very surrealist. That's why you don't take it so seriously. Like, this movie is so wacko that you're like, does this exist in our... Like, it's it goes between being so realistic and so unrealistic at the same time that you're like, what am I supposed to believe? Like, what yeah. is what is really going on here? What am I supposed to, like, attach it to? Like, is this yeah. really surrealist or is this really realistic? I can't, t- I, you know? Yeah, or or even if it took more of just like a... I, I think the comedy... And it was long, too. It was really too, long. Too long. It was too long. I think the comedy didn't ruin it because the comedy no, was, was funny fine. at times, but... Maybe if it had taken more of, like, a Big Little Lies approach and yeah. maybe made it a bit darker. That's a bit more... That... Maybe it would have been a little better. Like, maybe if they toned down the, the, the funniness a little bit. Yeah. And maybe maybe really centralize these characters. Because, again, Anna Kendrick was all over the place. Yeah, she was really Bla- Blake Lively seemed a lot more centered. Yeah, yeah. But... And her character made more sense because you knew that she was deranged from the beginning. Yeah. But then Sean was a wild card that you couldn't really understand. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew that he loved her and kind of... Uh, he loved, like, Blake Lively in, like, an obsessive kind of challenging... Totally. You know, mystery kind of way. Cause, yeah, because she's that alluring... Yeah, and and she even says in the very beginning that she gets bored, yeah. and and he and he says that she goes off sometimes. Just she leaves for a couple days. Yeah, when she knows that Nikki's okay and is in safe hands, like she does this, which which is fine. And giving her a routine gives her a bit more development. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to work off of that and be like, okay, she gets bored. So maybe she's just fucking around with people because she doesn't care and she's bored. Yeah, but totally. there, there was a lot more to it. So she was definitely a very interesting, intriguing character that I would have liked to have gotten more out of and maybe centralized her more and maybe made Anna Kendrick a little less whatever the fuck she was. She was, like, so wild. Yeah, I I didn't. She just was, like, such a... such a strange... 
enigma of a character. Yeah. Like, I just don't... I, I liked her little vlog, and I liked how they, they, they put the vlog into the into the storyline. Like, part of me just wished that in the very end, they all just decided that they just wanted to have sex or something. Like, that would have made way more sense. <laughs> like, it's sensei. Yeah, like, But we'll just fix all of our problems with a threesome. Like, I just feel like that should have happened. It just would have made more sense. Don't you think? It would have fit. I mean, the, it would have made there more were sense. so many possible endings to this. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that could have been that an ending. That could have been an ending. That and then they all ending. just, like, lived happily as one big family after that. Yeah. Like, like that like would have been, been, like, fine. one big artist family, then go off and do heights and, like, steal from people. Yeah. Like, like why not? I don't know. That, sound, that sounds great to me. That sounds like a great story. Yeah. Way more interesting. Yeah. And, like, would have fit the tone a lot more. Because it was, like, trying to be kind of more slapsticky with this really stylized look and, like, this editing that was, like, you know, interesting cuts and stuff. I, I just thought that... I don't know. It was really fun to watch the two girls, like, interact and stuff. Blake Lively was really cool. And, like... Yeah. It's just... I, you know, like, when Anna Kendrick gets stuck in the dress and is talking to the... I really... I really like the guy who tried to interrogate them from the... He was funny. He was really funny. It's like, why is this guy so fucking hilarious? What kind of movie is this? He was... Yeah, because he was just being very judgmental of them. But, and, like, so funny. But super, like, and just not subtle about it. No. And it was so funny. He, he just, like, crack himself up and be like, Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll just... I'll just let you finish whatever you're doing and I'll come back later. Yeah. I, I know... I know something's wrong with his face the entire time yeah. and you're like okay that sounds like this is like a character that would appear in a comedy this is not this is not a character that wouldn't be like in a serious movie about murder you know well yeah because yeah a lot Can we just talk about the kids for a second <laughs> the kids the kids were great because they're also shot like comedy kids like yeah the, the stuff that they say is hilarious everything that comes out of their mouth is so funny so like why why like i'm just thinking to myself like that's definitely not good I mean the, I felt the kids were fine they're again they really just added like for for Nikki for Nikki uh Emily's son or whatever the hell her name is Faith Cher Hope whatever her name is um Claudia gosh yeah. she had so many names like Nikki was definitely a a focal point for her so he made sense. Miles, Miles was kind of just, I mean, Miles had to be there to bring the two moms together. But he didn't have anything to do with no. the story. Nikki was definitely the one who had the more lines, too. Which, they chose a kid who looked just like the dad. Um, yeah. Who is, uh... Sean. Uh, uh, what's his name? The one who's in Crazy Rich Asians as well. Yes. Look, he's like second. This kid is... <laughs> So cute. He looks just like Henry Dad. Henry Golding. Henry Golding. Like he looks exactly like him and like if him and Blake Lively have had a kid, that's exactly what he would look like. He was too cute. And he, he was, was so funny. I mean he He was really he, silly. he was really um reacting. Do you wanna just turn that on silent sorry, or something? Sorry, sorry. It's gone off like four times. I know. Okay. Um he he reacted really well to Blake Lively being dead, not dead, um, and then coming back and, um, and, you know, kind of terrorizing people. And, and I liked that. That's why I was hoping that she was just bored and she just, like, did it to do it. Yeah. Because that seemed like her character. And she said it right there in the beginning that, you know, she, 
and like I don't know, and that she kind of wanted Anna Kendrick to to get with her husband just because you know she's bored so it'd be and interesting. she's and it'd be interesting and you know she she'd been she'd been getting um Anna Kendrick drunk and you know hearing yeah. her her secrets and her <laughs> desires and stuff and, yeah yeah you know, she hadn't been late in a while and it was just like she hadn't had sex in a while and you know just just doing it because she was bored I mean that's yeah. It's it, it seems like less exciting of a of a story, but not to me. I mean, characters, character decisions and developments as a story can also be very interesting. And I feel like the way that they took it was less interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like Blake Lively just doing it because she wasn't because she was psychotic. Like that would have been more interesting than the way they took it. I know. I just, uh, I, it's because it's based on a book. I think that yeah, that it just has all these issues and problems and. Limitations, really, really, yeah. Because really. you know, with a book, you kind of have like a set story. It that... also was like super clear that the the dad, like that Sean, was having an affair with his TA. It was so clear. Well, because Blake Lively, Lively said it. No, but like the girl came in and was like, "Hey, handsome," and like she was yeah. like clearly kissing on him. And Anna Kendrick didn't even like bring it up. She like knew about this. And when they said that they loved each other, Emily and I were like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> I don't know how, like, what time span does this happen in? It's, I know. It seems like it happens in a week. I, <laughs> That's what it seems like. Uh-huh. But I, I know it's, it's supposed to be longer than that, like maybe a couple months. I think it's months. <sighs> but it just didn't, it didn't seem like it. It was way too fast-paced. Like, and then, like, the insurance lady and her personality. Like, everybody had these, like, ridiculous personalities. Really, though. And... Just just melding all together just made no sense. So, yeah. anyways, that's our our interpretation <laughs> of this movie. Um, it also got a sixty eight meta score, which is pretty good. Um, I don't I, think I would give it. I, this I high. wouldn't have given it this high. Um, I I definitely think searching deserved a seventy one, but I I think this is too high for this movie just because it, it was just it's a mess. I don't think these people really thought about it that much, but it still got four like not great reviews. Yeah, I'd so. probably give it more around, like, the 40-50 range. I would say that, too. Um, so let's see. The lowest score of 40 from Screen International. A simple favor wants it both ways, hoping to be stylish, twisty, trashy thriller while simultaneously acting superior to the genre's slinky pleasures. Those conflicting strategies do the film no favors. <laughs> no Tim! favors! Tim! <laughs> That was beautiful. I know. That's like all my thoughts right it's there. It's so hard to be so articulate about that. These reviewers just do such a good job. These critics. Yeah, which is why they just, just why Metascore is just the best. They just articulate things so well. They really do. They they really help help get thoughts uh, together and all that jazz. All right, I'll tell you what I mean. Um, I will read the biggest one, which I think is the Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, eighty three. It says. The film is full of panache, from its sexy French score to its glistening gin martinis, and it weaponizes style, using it to keep its audience off balance as the mystery unfolds. I did like the music. Yeah, I yeah again, at points. I, it just made it so strange. It did. I liked I liked that French song in the beginning, the one that Anna Kendrick was dancing to. I did like that song. Um, the song got a little weird after that. Okay, how about um. The film feels a lot like the Serge Gainsbourg number that Stephanie dances to in the kitchen. Jazzy, a little sleazy, and a worth and worth a cult following. Hmm. Alright, well I can see that. It kinda had like a Heather's vibe to me a little bit. Yeah. 
because Heather's is kind of like that. It's very like, it's comedy and seriousness at the same time. But but again, it kind of goes the route of like, sorry to bother you, where it tends to be surreal at times. You're so, right. You're so right. It's, so definitely it's easier clearer. to swallow, like you said. Yeah. Because I think it knew what it wanted to do. It wanted to make fun of high school and teens during that time yeah. and, and the way people think about death and suicide and suicide. Stuff. Yeah. So that, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's saying something. Yeah. Cause it is surrealist. This movie didn't really say anything at no, all. It really didn't. It didn't give you anything to think about at the end. It, it just, really had nothing to do. The only with thing I anything. was thinking at the end of this was what the hell just happened. And why did I just watch that? <laughs> those, those were the questions I was asking myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to read like maybe one of the um, another bad one? Another bad one. Okay. Let's you see. find one that you think is good because it's so hard to. Ooh, so, someone's um comparing it to another one of his movies. Uh, you said he did Spy. Yeah. So here we go. Which I I haven't seen Spy, so I, I haven't know. seen that either. So I don't know if this is a good one to read, but whatever. Also oh, from the rap, which gave it a forty three. Uh, unlike Spy, which took great pains to make its cloak and dagger shenanigans as exciting and thematically meaningful as the ruckus comedy around it, A Simple Favor is like two different movies, a sophisticated sisterhood lark you want more of, and a ho-hum, buried secrets murder mystery getting in the way of your good time. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That is a good... Wow. That's a great little blurb there. Wow. Wow. Getting in the way of a good time. Getting in the way. That's really of true, a good man. Time. That's I. You know what I wanted her to be is like some, like she was bored, but also like she could have been, um, like involved in some. And I, I wanted her job to be more exciting. Yeah, like something more like more death defying. Yeah, like she she was a what was it a director of public relations or something? Yeah, what was she like for the Tom Ford wannabe guy? Who yeah, was played by Rupert Friend, who also <laughs> is Rupert! hilarious. So like it's it's such a it, again like another funny situation that's like uncomfortable, and you're like, why are all these funny characters in the same place doing like it's just so strange? Yeah, and yeah. Like, no one is earnest no. in the whole movie. Except for Henry Golding, but Sean. He's earnest in every single shot that he's in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for him, for, to me, he, he was, like, a pretty standard, clear-cut dad kind of character. But yeah. didn't murder his wife. But you were like, did he murder his wife? We were like, no, he didn't. And also, just just with how chaotic every character was, I kind of wish the other moms in the preschool weren't so catty. Yeah, because I know because because even though Andrew Reynolds was hilarious, because yeah, because even though even though he was also catty, he, he also had a bit more of a helping part. Where the other yeah. well, the other ones eventually did, like you know the the sort other mom of, offered to watch the kids. Yeah. They just so, were like a unit, though. They were. And then, like, he ended up hitting her with his car at the end. That's right. Which was just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why was that ending like that? <sighs> the ending was bad. It was a bad ending. It was. Yeah. It was, and they, like, told what happened to them afterwards on the screen in, like, way too many words. I know, yeah. It, it was not very sleek like the rest of the movie it wasn't was. sleek and it moved too fast I could just barely keep up you know come on guys slow readers here it's just <laughs> put, the, put the words up longer yeah you are a really slow I reading. am really slow reader yeah so yeah those are our thoughts of those two different yet 
Yet same-ish movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, I just like hurt my back. Oh no! What are you doing? I, I have like a, I got a stretch. Okay, duck it. We gonna we gonna close out now? Ugh. Oh. All right. If you have thoughts about either of these movies, <laughs> comment comment in in any of our social media, which I'll list later, yeah. or or email them to us. Our emails are. All by the popcorn at gmail.com or all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com. You can yeah. also send us suggestions for future episodes. Is there a movie you want us to watch? Old or new? What did you think about these two movies? What did you think of these Please two movies? Tell us. Comment down below on SoundCloud. Rate and rate and like and subscribe. iTunes. We're on iTunes. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Um follow our social media. Instagram is at all by the popcorn podcast. You can just search us on Facebook, like our page, All By The Popcorn, <laughs> and on Twitter, our handle is at By The Popcorn. Follow all those to get notifications on future episodes. Well, Emily, that was amazing. I was really just trying to th think of everything before I said it. <laughs> yeah, you got Instead this. Instead of trying to mumble through all of our taglines and whatever and handles and... Yeah. Okay. Thank you fun. for listening. Bye. Talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs>